Hello, welcome into this edition of the DNC Income Show. My name is Matt Kuyper. I'm the Sports Information Director here with the California Vulcans. With me again uh, is head coach Danny Sancombe. Coach, another great week for the Vulcans. Another road trip, continuing road trip, but two more W's. Yeah, very long road trip, but uh, very happy with the results. Now, I was preempted by this one here. Last time I asked you what was the go-to food for the Thanksgiving. Now we're preempted because you've been on the road so much. What's the preemptive like go-to snack for you guys on the road? God, they eat a ton, our guys. Uh, I would say um, subs and pizza, but for snacks, I would say they really enjoy the uh, Hostess cakes, uh, Pop-Tarts, uh, and gummy bears. Yeah, you guys have definitely been on the road, but guess what? You finally get to play at home here on Sunday, but it's still not quite a home game. We're throwing the throwback, the Hamer, uh, but we'll get to that later. But you started the weekend uh, road trip, uh, PSAC crossover play with Millersville. Uh, Marauders, tough place to play a little bit there. And then you go to overtime in the first game of back-to-back. Yeah, the trip was long. You know, uh, it's about a three-and-a-half-hour trip to get there. Um, and uh, it was just – it was a long trip. There was traffic, uh, so we got there the night before. Uh, Millersville, Millersville was very good. Obviously, they were 4-1, and 4-0 at home. Uh, we knew it was going to be a tough game, and uh, it was pretty much exactly what we expected. So uh, we were happy that uh, defensively – uh, we were very solid um, defensively uh, without uh, our, our big problem was we fouled too much that game and put them to the line, but our defense and overall was good. We made it difficult for them to score. Um, you know, they scored a lot from the line, but our defense was solid. I was happy with that. Yeah, it's an 89-87 victory. Uh, front end of a back-to-back, you probably don't want to go to overtime the first game, but you guys are still able to figure out, get the win. Um, big game, again, for K.J. McClurg, 27 points, 12 of 14 from the line. Um, looking at also Jermaine Hall, double-double, 13 and 12. And then our Antoine Arnett, 13 points off the bench, five rebounds. And even Donald Whitehead, nine points, nine boards, and six assists. Yeah, just very well-balanced uh, team. Uh, KJ has been playing uh, at a very, very high level. He continued to do that uh, through the entire weekend. Uh, he scored the ball well for us. He also rebounded, played very good defense uh, for us. Jermaine is really starting to get into it. Uh, he played very, very well um, against Millersville on both ends, uh, which really, really helped. And Antoine was just uh, was great for us this weekend, uh, just scored the ball for us. Uh, against Millersville, also played very good defense and rebounded the ball. And Donald controlled the ball. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously having nine rebounds from your point guard, that's great. He cleaned up all the long rebounds, which he uh, which he's quick and was able to get to the ball, which was great for us. And one of those ones, sort of an awkward game for you guys in terms of you guys are only 5 of 19 from beyond the arc. Uh, obviously, you guys shoot much better than that most of the time, but you went 22 of 27 from the line. Uh, so that really kept you guys in it and kept the game close. Uh, so that, I mean, anytime you had issues at the Long distance, you were able to take advantage of the charity stripe. Yeah, it was. There's a lot of fouls called in that game uh, for both teams, uh, and uh, key players were in, in foul trouble. But our guys did a good job attacking and uh, converting when they went to the uh, you know line. And I felt like Zion uh, Collins did a really good job for us closing the game. He had some nice attacks late in the game in overtime to get us some easy baskets. Yeah, you talked about going to the free throw line a lot. Millersville, 36 times in the game. They're big two guys. Uh, Day Waters and Jane Faulkner went a combined 22 of 25, but Faulkner making, missing a huge free throw there at, toward the end of the game. Yeah, he was so good from the foul line, and uh, he attacked so well, and uh, he did. I think he maybe made eight or nine in a row, and uh, finally uh, he, he missed one, which was very, uh, very good for us. Now, again, that game's a little bit different, too, for the aspect of you played after the women's. The women also went to overtime, so you guys, you, you, women go to overtime, you go to overtime, and you got to get on a bus and go to Shepherd late at night 
after back to after those games and the, the, probably get to the hotel pretty late going into Shepherdstown. Yeah, and it, you know I didn't realize Shepherd was that far from Millersville. It's a two and a half hour trip, so we got back to the hotel like around 10:40, and there was a big wrestling tournament, and teams wrestling teams were checking it. We didn't get into our room so about 11 p.m. But you found a way to bounce back because the Shepherd was an early game, so that way you guys could get back at a decent hour on Saturday. Uh, and going against Shepherd, you pulled out a 73 to 70 victory against the Rams. Yeah, hard fought win. Uh, Shepard did not quit. Uh, we had him down uh, multiple times in the game, and they just continued to battle and really got hot uh, in the last three minutes of the game and uh, made that game, uh, made us earn that game. It came down to the wire. We had to make key foul shots, and uh, our guy stepped up to the line again and did a good job. Yeah, KJ uh, led the way, 20.7 boards. Uh, Jermaine, 18 points, 5 of 7 from beyond the arc. So he was a, one of those games he was just feeling from beyond the arc uh, in the long range. And Antoine, 29 minutes off the bench because of foul trouble, 13 and 8. Uh, just, again, huge uh, moments there for a freshman uh, getting his time uh, to play in the PSAC crossover. Yeah, really happy for Antoine, too. He, he's one guy that really works at his craft. Uh, before practice, he's always in there. His schedule for class permits him to get to the gym uh, before we actually start official practice. And he is in there working on shooting, working on ball handling. And it's just good to see when guys work hard that they're rewarded. And he played very, very well for us over the weekend on both ends of the floor. Yeah, you had a 40 to 32 lead there at halftime, shooting six of 11 from beyond the arc. So it's just one of those things, night and day difference, where the, first, the day before, literally the day before, struggle from beyond the arc, first half, you guys were really hitting it from uh, long range. And I think, you know, a lot of that was Jermaine Hall. He was locked and ready to go uh, and shot the ball extremely well, um, you know, for us to start the game. And just was, I mean, he just kept scoring and scoring. And, uh, you know, he got open and made a couple shots, felt good. And then he started making some tough shots. He played really, really well for us uh, uh, Saturday versus Shepard. And then again, also talking about the difference between uh, days and the games, officiating crew and just how the game is played and called. 36 free throws for the opposing team on Friday. And then on Saturday against Shepard, only six free throws. So the guys really, in terms of, uh, they didn't get to the line that much. And they only played seven guys for Shepard. So it was one of those things, a tight rotation going against the Rams. Yeah, very happy with that. And we obviously addressed that, uh, you know, uh, two out of our last three games, we fouled too much. And we uh, need to clean that up, and we're working to clean that up. And we did a really good job uh, against Shepard by not letting them get to the line. Yeah, and then yesterday, uh, uh, being Monday, uh, K.J. McClure got named PSAC West Athlete of the, Year, Athlete of the Week. Uh, just having a phenomenal season, leading the conference and scoring, uh, like the top five in the conference and almost every other stat offensively. Uh, just been a dynamic player for you guys overall all year and getting the first uh, accolade of his career uh, weekly honor from the PSAC. Yeah, well-deserved. K.J. is such a blue-collar player. He plays so hard on both ends of the floor. Obviously, uh, I think people look at it and see his shooting and – uh, he's a great shooter, but he's, he's a scorer. Like, he can get to the free throw line. He can attack the basket. He's got great mid-range game. Uh, and he's such a great rebounder on both ends of the floor. And he's just so tough. Um, you know, he's just always going to give you his best. Whether he's making shots or not, he's going to play on the defensive end and do the little things. And very happy. Uh, obviously, he was the uh, player of the week. And I think, you know, to us, it's a little bit of a team award. You usually don't get those awards if you're – you know, go 0-2 or 1-1, it makes it a little bit more difficult. So, um, you know, I think winning the two games makes it uh, a little bit easier for to get him. But he, he's played so well for us this year, and we'll need him to continue to play at the level he's playing. Well, we'll take a quick break here and preview some PSAC uh, contests coming up down the road in a couple weeks, but also two home games uh, here, finally for the Vulcans coming up here at California. Uh, we'll be right back.
Come on out to the Convocation Center and support men's and women's basketball for the 2023-2024 season. The Vulcans are looking to put the PSAC on notice this year after both teams are picked towards the top of the preseason conference rankings. There will be 13 men's games and 16 women's games at home. Follow CalVulcans.com for any update. All games will be live on CUTV Sports 1 and the PSAC Network. Come out. Our team's going to be very exciting. Uh, we have a lot of good players. If we play the game the right way, very up-tempo, I think we're going to be able to score some points. I think our defense is going to be great. Our guys have great energy. Come to our games. I think once you get here, you'll really like what you see. Um, I think it's exciting. These players put in a ton of time, a ton of effort um, to put out a good product on the floor. And like I said, I think it's super exciting and you really want to come back. The PSAC Digital Network is on the cutting edge of live event production and streaming. Every season, the PSAC Digital Network features nearly 2,000 contests, over 1 million unique viewers, over 26 million minutes watching thrilling PSAC competition, including 22 PSAC championship tournaments and events. Since its beginning in the 2017-18 season, the PSAC Digital Network has continued to grow its viewership and improve its quality every year in order to capture exciting highlights, captivating moments, and the championship experience that only the PSAC can offer. All 18 PSAC member institutions have a completely cost-free online portal that makes tuning into your favorite team just one click away. Find it all on the web at PSACSportsDigitalNetwork.com. Hello, welcome back to the Danny Sankum Show. My name is Matt Kuyper, Sports Information Director here with the California Vulcans. And taking a couple minutes here uh, during finals week is Coach Sankum. Coach, obviously the guys are finishing up some important stuff in the classroom here this week uh, before finally playing at home. Uh, I know they're probably excited for it, uh, starting with Sunday, a non-conference contest versus Chestnut Hill. Yeah, big week for us uh, in the classroom, obviously finishing the semester and then uh, you know, uh, getting prepared and ready for Chestnut Hill to come and we get to finally play a home game. And yes, uh, the players are excited, the coaches are excited. It's been a long time coming uh, to play a home game, which we haven't done yet this year, so we're ready for it. Yeah, Chestnut Hill's a team that's not, uh, the Vulcans don't play a whole lot in really any sport, including basketball. Last year you guys played out their place uh, right before the Thanksgiving break, sort of the same thing you did with Lincoln this year. Uh, one of those Eastern PA trips, let all your guys from Maryland, Virginia, New Jersey go home. Uh, easier trip for them. Uh, but you pulled out a 90-64 victory, and before that you hadn't played them for over a decade. Uh, in that game, Cam and uh, Jermaine both scored 23 and DJ had 15. Uh, looking back against the Griffins there, what do you remember about that contest? Yeah, we played well that day. Uh, we had played uh, uh, the day, day before, two days before, and didn't play well at all. And, uh, you know, I was a little bit worried going in there, and uh, we, we really uh, played well on both uh, ends of the court. Uh, obviously, they have a new coach, a new system. Um, that's going to present some uh, new challenges for us. So, um, you know, obviously we, we started yesterday to start to work on what we need to do um, to get ready. The good thing is for us, um, we, we need a little bit of rest and, and not playing until Sunday is a nice thing, especially obviously when we're in finals. So we're cutting practice a little bit short. It's been condensed uh, yesterday and today and even tomorrow. And then we'll pick back up uh, pretty hard on Thursday. But, you know, we want our guys to focus in on their academics now and finish this semester. Yeah, Chestnut Hill coming in, they're one and seven right now. You're getting the, on the back end of a back-to-back -back day. They're playing Seton Hill the day before, so they're sort of making a combination trip out of this year. So you get them maybe a little bit, hopefully they have a tough game with Seton Hill, be tired a little bit there before they come here and play on Sunday. Absolutely, you know, they won their last game. They beat Jefferson, uh, who uh, 
who uh, like four days earlier beat Lincoln by about 13. So we know what we did with Lincoln. So, you know, the record is their record, but, you know, you got to go play. And uh, that's what we've tried to focus with our guys each and every game. Uh, we're not looking at records. We're just looking to play our best basketball for 40 minutes each and every night. And I know that's a little bit of a cliche, but um, I think if we can continue to do that, you know, we're going to experience a lot of success. It doesn't matter who we play. We need to do what we do. And then a couple of days after that, you finally get to go back at the combo uh, and play a traditional uh, home game uh, against Wheeling, a program obviously uh, in the region. I played them last year in the season opener, uh, pulled a 82-73 victory at a neutral site. Um, but before that, they hadn't played since 2010. Uh, and even then, that game, KJ and Keith both had 20-point uh, games and five guys went double digits. First game of the year uh, last year is kind of hard for both teams to really know what you were at that point. You're just trying to figure out how the guys play together. Yeah, we, we weren't a very good basketball team at that point. We were happy that we won. Um, you know, I thought we continued to get better. Uh, they'll present some challenges, too. Uh, we've watched them play uh, a couple times. Uh, they've got some good bigs. They've got some guards that can break down. So, obviously, after we finish with Chestnut Hill, we'll have to get ready and have a pretty quick turnaround to get ready for a wheeling. Yeah, they got uh, West Virginia State and Charleston this week, so they got two games before they come here, and they got a big 6-7 uh, Marcus Johnson averaging 20 and 9. A bigger guy there, one of those who will probably want to run up and down the court a little bit and try to tire him out when you get those bigs uh, that are a little bit not as athletic bigs, but just bigger guys. Yeah, he's very skilled. He shoots it, he handles it, he passes it. You know, we want to try to, you know, play, play our way. You know, we want to play up-tempo anyways, but we definitely are going to have to push the ball and try to get some easy baskets against them for sure. Well, that's two non-conference games, but again, last week it was PSAC crossover. Uh, looking at the schedule, the PSAC West, uh, IUP, Cal, Clarion, and Gannon all went 2-0. So one of those things about half of the league went 2-0, half went split or uh, over. But again, looking at that, it's so early in the year, these crossover games, it's always sort of a combination of who did you play, how well are you playing. Uh, what do you really look at crossover-wise, standing-wise, how they played so far? Well, obviously happy we won two because, you know, for us, all the West teams going east, it, it's tough. And I think last year, I think IUP was the only team that won both games to start uh, last year. So, uh, you know, to have multiple teams do it this year obviously is good for our side. Um, you know, I know we played two really good teams that are going to win basketball games this year. So I was very happy with that. I really don't have a feel for – uh, a lot of the other teams, because we, we won't play, you know, the, the West uh, teams for a while. And then, uh, obviously, we got to turn around and, and get ready for our East games uh, crossovers again here in a couple, about a week and a half. So uh, we got a little bit of time to start preparing for them as well. Yeah, so that's, that's looking at Vulcan men's basketball there. Last week there, a uh, couple victories on the road. Finally coming home. So, again, uh, if you are on campus and around the area, you feel free to come out on Sunday to Hamer Hall. Uh, against Chestnut Hill, and a couple of days later, just go across the sidewalk and be back in the combo. Uh, but Vulcans undefeated so far, uh, looking to keep that streak going and hosting a pair of non-conference contests here this week. Thanks for watching the Dan Shane Come Show.